Hey, what's up, all you beautiful human beings, ladies and gentlemen, and other creatures out there listening? This is Birdie Juice episode five, and we are back. Myself, Tyler, Kobe, and our bald partner, Nathan. And when I say partner, well, we're not going to go down that road. Uh, guys, how are you today? I'm doing good. I uh, dragged my butt out of the house today and played some disc golf in the snow. And that's kind of uh, relaxed after that. Wow, that's a lot of commitment. The yeah. weather's just getting worse too, so it's like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't that bad. There was a little snow on the ground, but overall, it was it wasn't terrible. It was literally a whiteout when I was driving home from work today. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. I, I did play the I did play the back nine like in snow. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, Kobe, how are you, buddy? Dude, I am great. Okay, so just normal day. Tyler, self, how was your day? Oh, fantastic. Um, you know, it's uh, Monday in the work week, so uh, coming at you on a Monday. Um, a little bit of a busy day, got a, got a busy uh, work week ahead of us, but uh, I'm excited to be on here, you know, with you guys. This is uh, the highlight of my, my Mondays for sure. <clears throat> so uh, as we start every episode, uh, I think it's appropriate time to ask, what's in the cup? So I kept it going with another different one. So let's see if I can get this in the camera. I'm trying out oh, the new Oh, man. So it's a new IPA. It is the Kangaroo Jumping Jacks Hazy IPA from Sun King Brewery. Ooh, Sun King, mm-hmm. solid. Yeah, that's a semi-local. Uh, in, Indiana, Indiana Brewery. Yeah. I got a Jones cream soda. Delicious. I is, there, have to is it a flavor? You... Oh, I'm sorry, Nathan. No, go ahead. Yeah, flavor. It's cream soda flavor. I oh, just I, I didn't know that was a flavor. I guess I'm. Stupid. I had sorry. those as like a kid once. I want to ask how you drink that. It's literally like syrup. It's so much sugar. No, it's. I mean, it's a lot, but it's not like a ton. <laughs> what do you mean? It's, it's, it's a lot. That's like 60, 70 grams of sugar in that bitch. Like I can see the sugar floating, but total sugar is thirty-four. That's not. There's no way that's correct. Is that gigawatt? Yeah, it says it right there. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's less. I still remember them as being super sweet. Maybe. Well, they still are. They're soda. All right. Fair enough. That's not as bad as I thought. I grew up with like these and Sobies. I feel like. like (laughs) Sobies. Fair. What do you? What about you, Tyler? What you got in the cup today? Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, myself, I'm drinking um, Hard Truth is the distillery, and it's just a uh, peanut butter whiskey that's out of uh, Brown County, Indiana. So, hmm. Yeah, so uh, I'm drinking a little bit, little sweet as well. I won't bite into it today, but we will definitely have a discussion in a future episode on flavored whiskeys and opinions, because I have a very different opinion on flavored whiskeys. And then I also have my tried and true, truly. Truly, so waiting okay. for the uh, second half of the show, probably. He's got some options. All right. So you will hear me pop that baby open at some point. <laughs> but like I said, we're coming to you on a Monday. Um, players tournament wrapped up yesterday in the golf world. Per Nathan's request, we are going to discuss the players tournament. Um, first of all, crazy it's be the running uh, joke of every episode we talk yes. about. I will f- probably always say that from now on. 
the uh, the man himself, the man himself, Scotty Scheffler, wins by five strokes. Crushed it. Crushed it. Had an absolutely crazy uh, final day. Um, Did you guys watch any of the players this year? TPC Sawgrass, famous 17th Island Green. You guys watch anything? Highlights? Anything? I watched all the highlights from each day. I did not have any time to watch much of the actual tournament. I was traveling most of the weekend with in-laws, so I just caught the highlight each morning. And then obviously three hole in one. It's kind of hard not to hear about that. Yeah, yeah, we will dig into that for sure. Kobe, any uh, any uh, following of the players this weekend or week? Yes, last sir. Weekend? Watch some Saturday, some Friday. I think so. I think yeah. I watched a little bit of the morning yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, and then definitely, obviously, read the highlights and was checking Twitter and stuff and reading it. So. Definitely upset I didn't throw my money down on Friday on Scheffler when I was like, man, I feel like he's going to make a break back up there. And Yeah, the dude's electric. He's been just crushing it. Insane. Um, yeah, and that that's puts him back in world number one. Uh, we've talked about it before. There's a battle going on at the top between John Rahm and Scotty. Rory's kind of a close Rory, third. Yeah. He's uh, fallen off a little bit. He played actually horrible. Didn't even make the cut to players, which was mm-hmm. awful to see. Um, I was surprised. I, I watched that. a lot. I really of, was. Yeah. No, yeah, it was rough. I watched a lot of his first round. Did you? Okay. Um, and it was brutal, man. Like, there was more than once. I want to say three times where he was just off the green chipping and chipped it over the green into a bunker two or three yeah. times i saw that in the same round which is just that's not, not that's really not like Rory. That. so yeah <laughs> but that is also a true test of golf that course tpc uh, sawgrass they say uh, a lot of the players say that's one of the purest forms of golf there is not any the bunkers yeah i'm sorry go ahead no I you're thought. good just not a not any single kind of player wins it every year it's not you know it's not made for just the long hitters it's not made for um, just any particular type of player. So it makes it a real true test of golf, which is awesome. So, yeah, I feel saying? like the bunk, I was gonna say, I feel like the bunkers on that course, especially are just so optimally placed to mess with where, where they want to go. Like, you know, you just have to have such specific carries and know your shot and be able to trust that to stay out of danger on that course. And it's just. Well, like, between, yeah. And water. And water, yeah. So it, it just shakes it up, I feel like. Yeah, it's a Pete Dye design, and, you know, you'll hear a lot of the players talk about um, how Pete Dye really makes you have to bring your absolute best to compete on a course that he puts together. And that's uh, obviously true, as you can see, uh, world number three <laughs> shot horribly over par. So, But anyway, uh, yeah, Scotty Scheffler wins by five. First time anybody's won by that big of a margin since 2006. Stephen Ames was the last one to do it, and he won by six shots. Um, kind of just a wild, a uh, wild gap. The biggest gap that I think I've seen all year, and at and at probably arguably one of the most competitive tournaments with the, the strongest field. So that in itself is crazy. Um, Nathan, you were saying bringing up the hole-in-ones. Yeah, three hole-in-ones on the uh, famous 17th Island Green. Um, Which is crazy odds. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because you, it skips years most of the time, you know, like one year you won't even have one or maybe every couple of years. Um, I think there was one last year, I believe. But, yeah, to have three, that's uh, first time in history. Um, yeah, that's, that's just insane odds when you think about how rare hole-in-ones are. I mean, when you have a big field like that, like when you think about waste management, that one hole, I always forget what number. I mean, 16, 16. you have a hole-in-one at least every other year. <laughs> You know, and it's a big moment, but three in a tournament, man, that I, I was joking when I was texting you the other day, I joked and texted my grandpa about it. And I was like, man, two, that's, that's just ridiculous. And the third one hit and I was just like, that this is obscene. Yeah. And it's also crazy because it's all on the same part three too, you know? Right. Like, I don't think the there part. was a, I don't think there was a hole in the one in any other part three, which is mm. like, you know, at least usually it's kind of like rotating a couple different holes if you're going to do something like that. But this was just all the same hole, which was crazy. Yeah. Um, I believe that hole is roughly. I think I've saw something. It's, I think it's a, it's a short par three for the pros for sure. I think it's like one hundred and thirty-five yards. It's kind of like the average pin uh, distance. So my question to you guys is on a, on a nice day where there's not gusty winds, which there often is there. What club are you pulling? For 135 yard pin with water all around. PW. Hold on, what was the question? I'm trying to find how long that hole was. In good, no. When you say if you're saying no wind, you're saying no wind. Absolutely, yeah. Pitching wedge. Mm-hmm. That way, I don't have to try and adjust my swing and you know hit a soft nine or anything like that. Or if I'm just, I mean, if we're talking about sticking the green, obviously. Yeah, you have to. They're so hard too. Like the green, the uh, I mean, so, like the green itself is very hard. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm confident. Cool, I was I was asking yeah, from 137. Sorry, I had to clarify that. 137. Yeah, so I said 135. So he looked it up. What uh, yeah. what club? What club are you pulling? And in, in in good conditions there? No, no real gusty winds. 137. And you gotta think about I mean, it. It's hard green, like like hard as in if it hits, it's gonna move. You know. Yeah, I'm thinking a pitching wedge. Mm-hmm. I think like because like a full pitching wedge is like 150, 160 or so. So like that's taken a little bit off, and I can focus on trying to get it higher, maybe so it'll stick. Yeah, because none of us have like crazy good um, contact where we're spinning the ball real good. Right. So I feel like I figure the higher I can get it, the more I have it, of it sticking <laughs> into the into yeah. the ring. Not for what's, sure. What's spin? I'm definitely not getting back spin, you know. So yeah. Are you guys hitting the green? No. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm probably I'm not even at, gonna hit the I'm green. I'm looking at an image of the hole right now. And that's what I mean. Are are no we play. like yeah? Like first try No, no, probably not. I, I'm gonna yeah, say I'm no. talking like you get one swing, you're warmed no, up, but you, not. Get, but you get one swing. Just I'm knowing your own a... knowing your own skill. I'd say my chances are like sub 50%. Yeah. I think I might, I think I'm going to say I hit it, but it goes off the green. Like I probably, I'm, I'm short. Like I hit the edge or I'm on one of the sides and I bounce off. I'm like, that's what I think. And I'm also for club, by the way, I'm yeah. apparently not a long hitter at all, but your guys standard because I'm probably going to pull like an eight and choke down a little bit and just try to hit a spinny, a spinny yeah. shot in there that stops, but I don't know. 
I would rather take a little bit more club and not swing as hard. So I'm a little bit more accurate, I guess. That's fair. <clears throat> but anyway, um, one other cool thing I saw at the players. I don't know if you guys saw this highlight. Max Helma, par four, 307 yards to the pin. Pulls driver, hits the pin in the air. That was nuts. I did not see that. I saw that. That I saw that live. Um, yeah, yeah, that was nuts, dude. I was like, oh, yeah. but, oh, and then it kept going, and I was like, oh, please stop! Don't go off! Don't go off! Yeah, because there's water right there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. stopped like like a couple inches before. Like turn from from a great shot to a oh my god! I almost hit in the water. God. Yeah, that's crazy. I've never seen a ball. I mean, a highlight of a ball like from a par fourth over 300 yards, just smacking the pin like that. That was nuts. Right. But anyway, great tournament. Um, I would love to go. That's that's on, like, my bucket list of courses to play. And it's public. You know, you can play it. So I would love. Four fifty or 500 bucks. Yeah. I think my brother looked into it, and he was going to try to play it. I see. I don't That is correct. I can't. Yeah. It's iconic as it is, I can't justify that. And that actually – I feel like, yeah, no, that's probably right. Because I've looked at the TPC courses because they are all public courses across the United States. And uh, yeah, they're pricey for sure. Well, um, I'm, I'm here on book now. That's right. Here you go. Uh, $904 a person. I was going to say, I thought it was more. I was thinking some of the regular TPC courses. This like includes more. breakfast and oh. night accommodation as well. Oh, okay. Well, let's go. Wait. Yeah. Well. <laughs> All right, and that's the end of the podcast. We are going to grab our flights and head south. (laughs) Right. You guys have fun. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, anyway, that's uh, about all I got for the players, unless you guys got anything else today. I'm not going to dig into it too much more. Um, I think Um, the Valspar is – yeah, go ahead. What you got? I got one last thing. Uh, Did you guys know that Sky Scheffler's 82-year-old grandma walked the last 18 holes of that whip? Yes. Crazy. That's cool. Yeah, like Super. walked it like on the outside of the ropes, but with him the whole time. Yeah, crazy. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, let's just talk about Scotty Shelford for a quick sec because that dude, not even like in golf, but like he just seems like such a pure, good, like human being. Like that's why I like him so much, I think. He's just like, he's kind of goofy. He, You can mm-hmm. tell that like no matter what the situation is, he's usually like really keeps his cool, and I've always heard that about him. And um, for his success at 26, he's a super humble. And uh, I think it's really cool to see stories of, like, him and his wife. And they just, like, walk their neighborhood, go, like, get ice cream. Like, like normal, you know, just a normal married couple. They don't let the money really talk too much, I guess. And that's pretty cool, yeah. I think. No, definitely. I, uh, I've i definitely seen a lot, a lot of talk about that. And, like, I watched the uh... – he he was in the full swing. That's show. right. That's oh, right. Nathan Nathan knows all about that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no. Yeah. We Scott were. Scotty's so cool. Um. Not that I know him, but um. I would say. Yeah. I mean, if you don't yeah. like Scotty Scheffler, you're probably just an asshole because he seems like the the most down to earth person in the world. But right. Any hoot. Oh yeah. One last thing on that. Um. John Rahm withdraws from the tournament after round one. That was like a shock. I wonder and, if he and I never heard that. anything else about it. Um, I just saw that he 
had an illness and which I don't know if that means COVID and they just made him withdraw, but yeah, just left well, after round one. Didn't even finish. Or no, he did finish because he was a morning group. But um, yeah, that was kind of wild. Yeah, but that's enough of the players tournament. Um, next this coming week it's the Valspar. I don't think anybody is going to watch that, so we don't have to even bring it up. Other than they're playing the Valspar this week. And I think that's at Copperhead or something like that. Copperhead, Copper, no, not Copperhead Road. That's a song. Copper, Copper Road or something. Anyway, hmm. on the last show, on the last show, we talked a little bit or maybe a lot of bit about food. And I think we're going to get into some more food talk as the podcast progresses over time. But I did ask you guys, um, what was your favorite meal? And that's a loaded question. So I'm going to, get simplified a little bit more and go like what was your favorite meal that your mom cooked like growing up or maybe still cooks to this day that like if you just want like a home meal like you're gonna say mom will you make this you guys you guys got one of those who's going first go right ahead maybe oh so 100 percent pot roast just standard pot roast with all the carrots, you know, onions, potatoes, yada, yada. But that was just like my favorite home meal that she made. But then specifically, we had a bread maker and she'd make a loaf of Hawaiian bread. Ooh, nice. And we would make a whole loaf of Hawaiian bread and then we would get like the butter out. And then we would also get like different like flavored olive oil dipping sauces and put them in like a bunch of dishes. We dip all that mm-hmm. and we make two loaves of bread. And then there would always be mashed potatoes and corn. And I always combine those two because that's like my favorite combination. Oh, it's so good. Wow. Um, do you think that she makes a better pot roast than anybody else? I mean, I'm going to say yes because she's my mother. Yeah, you got like your mom's back on that? Yeah. Because there's a lot of, back. you know, like usually you're like favorite home cooking meal from your mom. Like you like defend it, it other was people that make like, like oh, my mom makes it better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a it's a family recipe that goes with my grandma growing up too and my mom's and just oh it was oh amazing. yeah shout out to Nathan's mom Cheryl again what a saint we love that Real. woman on, we love that woman on this show we're gonna have her on sometime oh. we're gonna have her on sometime <laughs> yes yeah. I did tell her about the podcast so we, we could have her on Hell yeah. Co- Kobe tell us about Pam's Pam's Dude, best cooked meal I know and awful. I know she can cook. Pam can cook, dude. It's terrifying. I dude, I have my grandparents own restaurants. My mom grew up doing restaurants and stuff. I I've got to say, like, and she's like a certified baker one. too, right? Or a yes, pastry yes, chef or pastry chef. Yep, Le Cordon Bleu. Uh, dude, I'm gonna say biscuits and gravy. Oh, okay. I like yeah. that answer. Yeah. The gravy is like so good, and it's like my grandma's recipe. There's a couple of them, like her clam chowder, too. That's mm. good. Yeah. Wow. Go Pam. Probably those. Yeah. The thick, oh, the heartwarming foods, you know, biscuits, fresh heart attack food. food. Yeah, exactly. Uh huh. The real uh-huh. way to eat. Now, um, in the gravy, it's obviously big awesome. chunks of sausage. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Has to be, right? Has okay. to be. Absolutely. All right. It's not. It's not even worth discussing. It have it. Sausage. It's got to. It's got to be the Jimmy Dean sausage. Oh, she's Jimmy Dean, huh? Yeah. Would she appreciate giving out all of her secrets? Yeah, I was gonna say. 
No, just that. Jeez. Just that. Just that. And the gravy that you put on the biscuits, you consider that a condiment, right? I do, in fact. Oh, yes. my God. Would, See, we're not starting this again. I would dip that. I would put anything in that gravy, I dude. still, I still Hell yeah. I know what kind of cave last week, but I still I would, dude. All right, I'm so my it. my mom, Mary, shout out to, to old Mare. Um, she does or has listened to this podcast. Um, so sorry, mom, for everything you hear on here. But um, she's the opposite of Pam. She does not cook well. So I hope she doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, But she tries her hardest, and she always cooked meals growing up like you know we always she was cooked whether she's just like now that i like to cook and i i'm fairly good at it she really is not a good cook she overcooks everything she doesn't like anything undercooked at all like burns the hell out of stuff um her steaks are like hockey pucks but the one thing that she's always made always made that i've loved and i can't find anybody else that makes it better is similar to Nathan's answer, but it's a corned beef. Corned beef with cabbage and and uh, all the goods, uh, potatoes, carrots, things like that um, in the crock pot. And I've never found a better corned beef. So I will shout out to her on the corned beef. And that is still to this day one of my favorite meals to eat. And, uh, yeah, she does a good job with that. So I don't know if I've ever had corned beef. Oh, dude, that's wow. – I'm, I'm- See, you guys both had me wanting to try one of each because, like, I've not had a lot of corned beef that was, like, good, and I've had a couple that were good and a couple that were terrible, so I would love to try that, and I love clam chowder. I want to try your mom. Dude, that's, like, that's like – I love oh, clam chowder. Right there. That's not like, – like, What do I have to pay your mother to make me some clam chowder if it's that good? I, Probably I, nothing. She's a, she's a sweet lady. I got I to gotta try this. Like, I will tip her. I will drive I'll, over I'm a bottle of wine, whatever she wants. I'm having dinner with her after this. I'm telling her she's got to make clam chowder. Review uh, tell her on the what podcast. Her is. Yeah, I was going to write say it. We'll review it on the podcast. Yeah, right. Done. That's, I love that's that idea. Done. And, Mom, you're committed. You just don't know it yet. Yeah. Pam, thank you for committing. Thank you for cooking clam chowder and making all of this very happy men. And clam chowder is by far my dad's favorite soup as well. So if this is really good, it's a big I pot. Will... I'm sure I can get some. <laughs> well, have you I'm seen his? Have you seen his belly? Definitely a top Dude, three. It's... it's definitely a top three. Well, you know why we're on while we're on chowders and, and uh, like seafood based soups. Um, are you a bisque fan, Nathan? Like a lobster bisque or a yes. uh, like. Yes. Any of the bisques, or are you more I, of a chowder, I, the clam chowder? Honestly, so if if they're both top tier, I would probably go lobster bisque. Um, okay. but most of the time, I feel like clam chowder on average is just better at most places. Yeah, I've had it, but I'll, I haven't seen it much as an option lately. I'll agree with I that. I've not seen it as much. People, um, I feel like it's. People do make better clam chowders than lobster bisque normal. I don't know if it's a technique thing or what it is, but I I couldn't answer that either. I've just had some lobster bisques that were just like knock your socks off, and I've had a few that I was like, I'm kind of upset I ordered this. You know, I had a good one in Disney World. A bisque or a clam chowder? A bisque. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
My uh, I actually had my eyes open not long ago at a a, a bisque, and it wasn't lobster; it was actually shrimp. And I got it at the Oyster Bar in downtown Fort Wayne, which shout out to them because that's by far my favorite seafood restaurant in probably anywhere I've ever had, honestly, besides like the East Coast. Um, <clears throat> and I haven't been to the West Coast. So I can't say anything about that, Kobe. But um, they made a shrimp bisque and I took a gamble at it because I would rather have lobster. But they did the shrimp and I tried that uh, from the waitress's recommendation. And that was the best uh, bisque soup I've ever had in my life by far like it was just oh. amazing couldn't Shout believe how Oyster good it was Bar. yeah couldn't believe how good it was um, so but, like, west coast is definitely more of a chowder place so yeah they like the chowder that's what a clam chowder dude is like that's like oregon coast living man yeah you know i can't wait to go out there and visit um plan a trip for theirs eventually summer 2024 birdie juice podcast oregon podcast Done yeah. because you know what? There's yeah. one of the best golf resorts in the world there, Bandon Dunes. Yeah, I know. I'm summer. Yeah, let's go. But to get off that, and I'm sure we'll come back around I to feel food like at some should. point. Well, I feel like if you want to stay on food, this would be a great time for uh Kobe's question. Oh, do you think Kobe's question ties into food? Well, we'll find out right now because <laughs> we're gonna turn it over to Kobe. <laughs> With Kobe's question <laughs> of the show. Yeah, Kobe's question is what are your guys' top three weirdest food combinations? Like combine two foods together, three foods, three sauces, two whatever it is. What's the weirdest ones you guys have tried and liked? Nathan, go. All right. I'll go with how about I'll do one and then we'll kind of go, go around a little bit. That's fun. Yeah, that's fine. I don't even know if I can come up with three. That's so, uh, my first one is definitely a sauce combination, and it's always eaten with chicken nuggets. And I feel like it's weird. Everyone, I've never heard anybody else that likes it or has tried it, but it's a ranch barbecue and ketchup all mixed together as a dipping sauce and like stirred up, like mixed together. Mm. Slightly more ranch than mm. the barbecue and ketchup, like equal parts barbecue ketchup. I started doing it when I was a kid, fell in love with it. It is just I don't know. It's my weird thing. I could, I'll probably eat it till I'm an old man. Ranch, ketchup, barbecue, barbecue sauce. <laughs> see, I don't. Mm, see, now try ranch it. or not? Just don't ranch. knock it until you try it. No, no, no. Just I don't. don't knock it I don't knock anything. I mean, you should know that by now. With food, yeah, especially. Just, I'm, I'm telling anybody out there that's listening to this, just try it one time. It's not going to kill you. I, I bet you like well, it. Well. If most are allergic to something that's in it. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you like it. And then it might kill them. But, no, I can see, obviously, ketchup and barbecue going because, like, ketchup's a big part in barbecue sauce. But the ranch, and, I mean, I'm not knocking it because I will try it as soon as I um, go upstairs after the podcast. I'll probably rub it all over my body or something. But, um, <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. That's, that's different. I do uh, – for a weird sauce combination, I don't even think it's weird. I like to do mayo and ketchup mixed together. That's what I like to dip stuff in. And I don't yeah. think that's – that might be weird. I don't know. Shit. I I do a lot of weird yeah. things with food probably, but that was – I think that's very weird. That's the only yeah. thing I mix sauce-wise really that's together. But uh, yeah. Kobe, you got you got a weird one to share before I share mine? I was thinking, I was thinking like I put ketchup on just scrambled eggs. 
That was a weird. That was a weird one that I thought. I thought that one was kind of odd because it's not like there's no cheese or anything in them. It's just scrambled eggs with tomato paste. Yeah, I, that's. I would say that's a little different. It's not unheard of, but it's definitely yeah. not a common thing that I see. I mean, Nathan might disagree because he's. I think it's Nathan. more common, or, or at least like. I mean, at least like a fifty-fifty thing. I don't. Oh, I, like, I don't. I don't agree with fifty-fifty. No but, way. But then again, like my whole family eats ketchup with their eggs, so maybe it's just like that. Like even when I make like egg sandwiches, like I'll do like two over hard eggs with like a slice of cheese, and then I'll put like ketchup on the toast. Hmm. Did you say a slice of cheese? Yeah, a slice of cheese, two eggs, slice of cheese, and then ketchup, egg sandwich. Yeah, that's Why that's not what? that bad. This is a scary sounding sandwich to me. What do you mean? Like you, you, you just two eggs in the pan. Hard boiled eggs. No, not hard boiled eggs. Over hard. Like break the yolks, and then just. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Over I think hard over eggs. hard just means you cook it until there's not. It's not running in the middle. Yeah, like and I just break the yolks, and then I split a slice of cheese, half and half, one on each egg. You know, and then. Okay. I thought you meant like you were hard boiling two eggs. No, 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 no. A slice of I was like, this sounds weird, man. I that sounds that. that would be that would be disgusting. Hard that would classify as weird. Oh my god, that would be disgusting. I was so scared there for a second. No, so I, I don't think it's weird at all. I, I put ketchup on my sand on my eggs and stuff like that pretty regularly. Okay. But what do you think? Hey, where are you guys at with just soy sauce on white rice? Oh yeah, I do that. I don't do a lot of it. That's a top. That's a top five meal for me, man. A top five meal. Top I just five. I, top five. Love it. Had a I buddy mean, growing up in Oregon named Liberty Cha. Always had white rice ready in the kitchen and soy sauce. And I used to eat that. that sounds so unhealthy, dude. It, it, I, <laughs> come on now. Uh, <laughs> it's no, so I have a. So I have a rice cooker never used it but i would imagine that if i started using it i would enjoy that quite often because at a restaurant a chinese restaurant i for sure always eat white rice by itself in a bowl with yeah. a little bit of soy sauce i don't like a lot because it's just so strong and the sodium's rough in it yeah. but a little bit just enough yeah and i don't like it to touch all my rice but i don't want enough that's sitting on the bottom i want it all right. to be at least yeah I have like a weird yeah. I have like a weird drizzle that I have to do every time. But yeah. let me answer your question, Toby. Okay. Weirdest food combination that I've ever probably partaked in and enjoy and I've done it more than once. Not real recently, but I might again because I'm bringing it up and it doesn't yesterday. Sound yeah, not real recent, just yesterday. Um spaghetti with syrup. Maple judge, syrup. judge the hell out of me. It's fine. Yes, I did get this idea from Elf back in the day, and I tried it, and I liked it, and I did it more than once, and that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Now, was there marinara sauce in there, or was it just the noodles? That's a good it question. It is. There's no marinara sauce when I did it. Okay, that, well, that would have been an ideal break for me. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't see no problem. I have tried a bite of it before. It's not terrible. I can't say I would have ever done it again, though. I do have I do have one more, and this was from actually a buddy of mine. Um, go to his house all the time, and he actually does. He has listened to the podcast before. So if you're listening, Bryson, 
Shout out to you, buddy. Uh, he lives in Indy now. I don't see him a whole lot, and I wish I saw him more. But I'm not going to cry out here or anything. Um, always growing up when I would go over to his house, and by growing up, I mean like high school because we hung out a lot in high school. Um, his family would make – it was like a – it wasn't spaghetti, but it was like a kind of like a goulash or something along those lines, um, like a noodle and and the sauce and the meat and all that mixed together. Um, I think that's a goulash. I don't know what else to call it. And they would always sprinkle sugar on top. Is that common? Do you guys ever do anything like that? Like they swore by it, and I tried it. It wasn't like it was. It wasn't for me, but it was good. Sugar on pasta. Like just rolled over in his grave. <laughs> Antonio Basio just rolled over in his grave. Sugar on a pasta? Sugar <laughs> on a pasta. I'm going right, well, to I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that's fried. No. Wow. I'm not I'm not debating and saying that it could taste good. Like, it could taste good. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to knock it once again, but, like. Grandpa Basio, <laughs> be a man with that. It's bullshit. <laughs> Oh shoot! For anybody who's not um, watching, who for anybody who's not actually watching this uh, and just listening to it, Kobe just held up a picture of who Kobe. <laughs> his Italian grandfather. <laughs> his Italian grandfather. Poor, poor man. So, so 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 shame on that. I I don't know. Once again, it could taste good. I can totally see how it could taste. Good. You guys know what I'm it's talking about, though. I- like a- like a goulash, like I, I know, like, like it's it's like a loose like veggie like, noodle. I think with, it's like, like well, I think it's like a macaroni, like a like an elbow, like it's an like a elbow noodle. noodle. Yeah, and then that's, like that's what I was trying to meat, find the word meat sauce. Yes, and, I, I just, but why why sugar? Did was there a reason? Is it just I, add flavor? It's just like what they did, and like, I, and they all did Jesus it, and they all they all liked it, and I mean I felt obligated to do hey, it. Obviously. You know what? Shout out to your friend and a really interesting family tradition that everybody loves. Yeah, Shout no, out. and it, it's not bad. It like I said, it wasn't exactly for me, which is rare because a lot of things I'll eat. But um, yeah, shout out to Bryson, and I'd love to have him on the show sometime. Actually, I think it'd be kind of a fun uh, combination. So here, but I will. I'll redeem. I'll redeem him a little by uh, sharing my my other two. One that's not really that weird at all, and the one that is super weird. I know it's weird and. I don't care. Um, the non-weird one is pancakes with butter. I don't, I like, I do eat it with maple syrup like half the time at least, but I will eat a lot of my pancakes with just, just butter. Uh-huh. I do that. And then just like, I won't even eat them with a fork half the time. Just like mm-hmm. open hand. Yeah. Just kind of roll um, it up. Yep. Yeah. I do that for sure. Even like a taco, you know, just like, yeah. Um, and then the weird one that I just stumbled upon one night I was drinking and I just had the two snacks, um, uh, popcorn, like just butter popcorn and fruit snacks, like at the same time. Okay. So I do popcorn, butter popcorn with Mike and Ike's. So yeah, similar, oh. similar flavor combination. Oh yeah. You put Mike and Ike's in there and you, mm-hmm. kind of tough to chew. You guys ever notice that? Yeah. Yeah. They I, are. I feel like for sure. They feel like I'm pulling my teeth up. Yeah, like I don't know. I I enjoy the popcorn. I feel like that. I want to enjoy that. Yeah. Well, well, I'm I mean, not gonna so lie like, to you. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I think that this combination might have came from my buddy Bryson, who I just shouted oh out. <laughs> I think him right, and I. Right. 
Bryson, I'm about to call him. To, I'm about to uh, call him and put him on the show because I Bryson, think if you ever, if he ever comes to Auburn, I need to meet this man. You've well, his family stories. lives in Auburn. We grew up together. I mean, that's yeah. funny. Jeez. Um, you uh, know what? And, I, I, I and Kobe's I, probably met him. Kobe, you probably met him because he was at yeah, my wedding reception. Right? He was at my wedding reception. Or my that's like, cool. what? You play poker with him? Fire yes. dogs? Yes, he did come to poker. Yeah, fire dogs guy. Yeah, big guy. Yeah. Thought so, yeah. Yeah, I think that might have been prior to Nathan being in our and poker his, group. His dad showed up. I, I, yes. Was, was, was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his dad's yeah, funny as shit. That. It was yeah. the, I think it was the first Jack Daniels tournament. It was Jack Daniels and the wedding. And he yeah, came to my house one time, too. And, yeah. So, yeah, you've met him. Nathan might have met him. Uh, super I thought cool. I met him at that poker one. But, anyway. Yeah. I think him and I started that. Like, Mike and Ike's and Popcorn. And my wife and I, to ah. this day, still – do that. I, I think I, I think it was that inspired was by him. A really, no, see, I thought that was going to be a weird combo, but you topped it. Mike and Ike's is too chewy. It's, it doesn't work. Well, and they get soft though when they're in the warm like, popcorn. They get soft. That's the. Well, you guys are on the end of popcorn. I like sriracha on popcorn. What the? That's fuck? also delicious. I do that. Oh Six my eight. god, that's <laughs> delicious. That's delicious. I, I can't. I can't knock it, but that sounds weird. No, because the popcorn has to get soggy though. I hate soggy popcorn. It can, it can a little bit, but yeah. you just have to like carefully drizzle. It. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get like a scoop of all of it. Like it's not yeah. like a sriracha. It's yeah, I made the mistake one time of like drizzling it and then like shaking it up in like a tub. Oh, and then, oh, oh boy, oh boy. Yeah, no, it was terrible. I ended up throwing it away. I was like, this is not, not it. Oh boy. Yeah. But no, great combination. I totally agree. All right, Cope. Great question. I'm glad we touched base on that because that was awesome. I look forward to your uh, Kobe's question now every week because they are, they always get the conversation rolling, and that conversation lasted much longer than I expected, to be honest. We all like food too much. Oh, God. We're going to talk about food more than anything probably now. Um, this is a relevant subject because it just happened. Uh, was it Saturday night? I yeah. wanted to see what your guys' opinion or take on um, daylight savings time is. Are you guys like a fan of it? Do you not even care? Some people don't even give a shit. Like they just do it. It's part of their routine. So whatever. Some people like bitch about it all the time. Like wish they didn't do it. Um, some states still don't even do it. All, uh, Indiana used to not do it till I think fairly recently, honestly. Um, well, I mean, by recent, I mean you know, a while ago, but still, but um, recent compared to some other states. Do you guys have any any take on? daylight savings time or if you just don't give a shit we'll just move on i mean i grew up in ohio and i always had daylight savings growing up so definitely normal for me as a kid never cared about it even up until like recently probably didn't care about it the only reason i like it more now or like it's necessary is this time of year that extra hour especially as we move into like spring and stuff i think gives you like an extra three weeks where you can like go out in the afternoons and do something before it gets too dark. So I just, cause you know, as the days start getting longer, I think it just gives you a little extra time. Now, do I think it's something that's hundred percent necessary? No, but it's, it's irrelevant. I mean, you lose an hour of sleep, either plan for it or you don't. Yeah. Because no. the, the time in the day of actual light doesn't change. You know what I mean? It's just maybe the time when you're awake and there's daylight is what changes. Right. Think- well, it's, Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're fine. I I love. I think it's great. I think for me, it makes me feel like my summer 
part is like my, my days because I get off so early that it makes me feel like my day is like long. I still have a ton of time when I get off work to do stuff I like want to do because like like right now, you know, I got off at 2.30 and it doesn't get dark till almost 9, you know, or whatever. Yeah, so it's, summer for sure. Like I mean, I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, go golf and stuff and we can... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but on the flip side of that, to play the other side, what about in the wintertime where I feel like it's just dark more? And that could be wrong, but that kind of like is almost a depressive like state sometimes in the in the winter. And that's partially due to weather, too. But just the fact that it's always like dark at like what dinner time, that kind of like some people go to work when it's dark and come home when it's dark. Like that sucks. So. Yeah, I mean, the days are just shorter in the winter. That's just normal. But I think that's, I, I mean, I, I almost feel like that's like almost like the sacrifice you make with daylight savings. So you said in the summer, it would just be an hour earlier in the winter. It would just be an hour, you know, later or whatever. You could just find a happy medium. That's why I said, I don't know if it would make much of a difference, but I think in the respective years where you're not doing as much anyway in the winter, I guess mm-hmm. it kind of helps in a way. Yeah, I'm a... I'm a I'm a fan of it. I'm not um, saying I'm not because I definitely love having daylight until you know, well past my bedtime because I'm an old man. Um, the only downside to that is it's hard for me to go to bed when I really need to in the summer because it's still light outside and I would rather be outside when it's you know nice out. But no, yeah, like Kobe was saying with golf and and you know all of us like to be outside and play outdoor um, kind of sports. I think uh, I think it's great. I love it in the summer for sure. In the winter, it can get a little eh, but the winter's just kind of crappy anyway in Indiana. So you know, you get a mix of everything. Like uh, it was hate winter. Yeah, it was like it was like sixty last week, and it's snowing. And the next day, like just I was driving home from work today in a whiteout, and then by the time I got home, it was sunny, and I was just like, "Is this like are we okay?" Like is there Mother no, Nature? Is, is she okay? First of all, we're not okay. No. I'm literally looking at the blizzard right now through my front window. Yeah. What's it doing right now? Is it snowing still? Oh, it's throwing snow, man. Yeah. Okay. So exactly. Oh yeah. I can't even see all the way down Main Street right now. Down yeah. on Main Street. Yeah, we got we got some snow flurries, but it is what it is. We haven't even had a real snow yet. I haven't even used my snowblower yet, so we can't complain at all. Yeah, shut up about this. Actually, like we talked about the other one, like it's it's not a good thing. But anyway, I just want to get your guys' opinion on daylight saving. So I got it now. I'm good. I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna throw it over to our um our bald partner Nathan. I don't know why I keep saying partner because I don't know. It's kind of a weird just thing to keep saying. I just buddy. Yeah, buddy. Because I just want to. Um, comment that I'm, I'm, mar- I'm married to a beautiful woman. Uh, Nathan's not my partner, <laughs> but I don't judge. You want to show your wedding ring? Confirm them. <laughs> well, that could be. That doesn't matter. But anyway, <laughs> I just wanted to see what you would do. Yours, Nathan. All right, all right. Anyway. Nathan, it's it's all you, buddy. It's on you now, there, partner. What? Oh, show my. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. I mean. I'm turning it over to you with whatever you got. Yeah, just, for us today. All right. Yeah. I, I've got two kind of fun debate questions uh, that are kind of relevant to things I've kind of talked to people about lately. Um, so the first one is just an opinion based question. Um, should homework be banned? And what I mean by that is kind of just like the daily uh, mandatory homework, not 
papers, you know, in projects, like all that stuff would still be there, but like the mandatory, just like busy work homework. So mm. I've seen both. And I'm just curious if you guys have an opinion, don't have an opinion. I also think it's relevant with me and Tyler having kids now. And, you know, that's something we're going to be dealing with eventually in school is changing, obviously, exponentially with like, like snow days aren't a thing anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, I got something to tie into that question, Nathan. I got something to tie into that. And I'll ask that okay. one. And it ties into e-learning, like what you were just saying. Um, but to go ahead and answer your um, original question, Oh, that's tough because the part of me in high school, especially, are we talking like high school, middle school? Like, yeah. So, so it could be for everyone. And then, cause like, that's what I'm saying. Like, especially as somebody who played two sports, you know, fall, spring, winter. I mean, there was so many nights where homework was just, it would kill you. Like you had mm-hmm. to, so it was so hard to squeeze it and get it mm-hmm. done. And I feel like it added a lot of necessary stress to my life, you know, in, in it, like the out, like the positive of it was less. I'm not, like I said, not talking about papers and stuff, but just like that busy work, homework, you know. But I also see why some people need it. So I, I didn't mean to like overlap on yours, but so yeah, all, all ages, but more notably like upper, you know, like maybe like we'll say seventh grade and on. Hmm. So maybe- go ahead real quick. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I have. I have a different relationship. I just didn't do the homework, so I just didn't. I wasn't that student. I was a very bad student. So I did didn't. you not get graded on your homework? I no. I just didn't. So do you it. were just I okay. Just, like were you not not be like. Yeah, I just have really low grades. Were you like a straight C I, student? Straight C. No, student? not a D. Maybe like D. Okay. Okay. Not a, yeah. Not a great student. Yes. Yeah. I was. Just didn't I was a straight A. Straight, straight A student. All the way up through most of high school. So, I'm sure, like, I'm sure if I asked Gina right behind me, she'd be like, "I doesn't really matter for her. She probably would have aced it anyways." But for me, it probably would have helped me if I would have done it, because um, I didn't pay attention in class either. So, okay, all right, I'm not the best student here. Well, so that's actually, to, you know, that's actually kind of the opinion I was curious to hear if when you guys had it, because like that is the opposite. Because like I feel like I'm like, like Gina. Then like I. I would know the material whether I did the homework or not. I paid attention to class. I took notes. Like I have what I need to. I'll do the study guide before the exam. Like I'm good. Yeah, no, I didn't do hmm. any of it. Yeah, so I so in in high school particularly and yeah, middle school, I was not a great student either. Um, and it's not because I like wasn't uh, capable of doing it. It's because. I was just more focused on other things, didn't really care, uh, which I still regret to this day a little bit, not caring. I wish I cared a little bit more in high school, but um, <clears throat> yeah, I kind of like see both sides. So like part of me wants to say the, the bad student side of me wants to say, get rid of homework because I'm lazy. Um, and I was a good test taker and like, I knew the content and stuff. Like I didn't need the homework to really learn anything. And if it's just the busy work crap, yeah, I think we can do away with it. I don't see much of a need, um, unless it's like something that's truly going to help you like learn the subject, like study guides, things like that. Um, I think it's pretty stupid and I don't even know why teachers give like some teachers give so much and it's. Mm -hmm. And it's just making so much work for them too. And I don't, I don't, I don't understand why they do it. Um, what, what is the, 
what is the ultimate point of homework? Is it just trying to, so some people say it's kind of like checking in with how your students are doing, but that's also like what quizzes are for, things like that. So <clears throat> what do you, I don't even know what the point of homework is for the most part. Just I mean, to you're graded, but it goes your grade so i think it matters i just don't think it should matter i think if we get give, rid of it it won't go towards your grade yeah i think if you can i think you can give students homework that they can choose to do if they want to be graded on how they're doing so, so just an but interesting if, little tidbit for you guys the other reason i bring this up and is in europe that's how it works students are given homework in most europe you're like european uk like schools universities but it is optional Kind of like extra credit, I guess. Nope, not extra credit. It's just it's just optional. Because in my opinion, what homework is truly meant for is to reinforce the material, like to practice what you learned in class. So to reinforce mm -hmm. the material. Now, I still think that should be optional. If you're able to retain it and you're able to test well and prove that you know that material, then I feel like that's you're just burdening somebody's time mm -hmm. unnecessarily. Yeah, now, yeah. Think about it. like I did like seven classes in high school. Seven was it? Seven or eight classes for me at yeah. least a day. Yeah. So it's like if I'm getting homework yeah. from and all of them, take, and I'm a student athlete. It's yeah. like Jesus. And I was taking like AP classes my senior year. I took OSH course on top of sports. Like it, it was like there was nights where like I start, I start always think was a wonder thing that i'm an natural insomniac and to this day only sleep for <laughs> five hours because i all I had anyway mm -hmm. between homework and all and but like that was also expected of me like if i didn't get good grades and stuff like i would have been in a lot of trouble at home like i was always pushed like i was just like i said straight a student from when i was first grade all the way up through high school i like, got a couple B's. i didn't even know what a 4.0 was to like eighth grade so like it was i also just had that like was an expectation i guess you know yeah, so see, like, my parents, they they were more about, like, my character than my grades. Like, they, they knew that I was, like, a good person and that they raised, like, me right, and I treated people with respect and things like that. So I don't think they were as worried about my grades because they knew that I was a good person and I would, I you know, I had a good head on my shoulders and I could still make something of myself, essentially. Um, so I think that's why they weren't as strict on my grades as some people because yeah like some parents are very on top of it now they definitely tried i'm not gonna say like they were just like didn't care about my schoolwork because they did and i wasn't like a bad student i probably like a i would say i was like a c average on most classes <clears throat> until i got to college i actually enjoyed college a lot more um but yeah my parents weren't super strict about it so and i was just way more into the sports i was playing than the homework, I guess. So, I'm cool with doing a lot of homework. I just, that actually, I got a lot more discussion than I expected. I, I suck, man. I suck. I, I had two study halls. Still couldn't do it. I just didn't <laughs> just, study in study hall. That was my know. problem. I, yeah, I couldn't be a worse. I don't know, dude. My mom was probably scared I was never going to graduate or nothing. Like I, there's high school was like terrible for me. Did you do I did well like I your, did. your ACTs and SATs and stuff like that. I don't even Nathan, I don't even think I took the SATs. I what? I don't think I I think I took the ASVAB. Did you not take the ACTs either? Like the, the college exams? Like I don't, I don't, the I don't score? Think so. Oh boy. Okay. 
No wedding. Well, you no don't really wedding. have a reason. Didn't care. Really have a like reason said, to take it if you don't plan on going to college. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, we, we had prep classes and everything. Yeah, but you got to realize, Nate, you went, you went to a completely different kind of school than we did. Yeah, Didn't you go to like a true. private, like a private school, like a. Yeah, they, they take that kind of stuff a little more serious. Where well, we both went to public schools, man. <laughs> yeah, I I wore four high schools. Yeah, I, dude. I like I wore a button up tie. Yeah, you know what? That's something I want to talk about. Okay. That's something I, I still want can't to... even tie. That's something I want to talk about on no, future that... future podcast. Things. Yeah, the very different. I, mean, I also went to public school for the first eight years, or only went to private high school. And now, while I did have different opportunities there i don't think that it made a huge difference personally so that'd be something fun to maybe touch on later oh, yeah, that's all. Both had the home depot together so yeah it's true we all have worked yeah, in the also, same career field <laughs> at some point so you know like yeah i'm a college grad now and everything but like it's also like different paths it didn't guarantee anything but like i i mean it's conceded like i'm just an, a smart person School was always easy for me. Yeah, I think we should dig into that more, the private school versus public school. Not today, but on a future podcast. Because yeah. <clears throat> I would like to see kind of everybody's take on all that. Um, and school uniforms. That was a topic I want to talk about as well. And we'll tie all that into yep. the same thing. Because Nathan did wear a school uniform. And Kobe mm-hmm. and I probably didn't even hardly wear clothes in school most days. <laughs> yeah, no, and it was, it was very, strict, very strictly enforced, too. So, um, I thought I had something else to say about that, and now I'm drawing a blank. Oh, yeah, <clears throat> we're probably gonna have to wrap it up on this topic, honestly, Nathan. But yeah, I was uh, gonna say we're not gonna. Yeah, this will be it. So, if there's any, any with, other things you want to add with with the homework and stuff, um, e-learning super super popular thing now. Um, you know they don't have school for weather related things, and they do. E-learning um, essentially is just basically homework for all your classes for the day. I've heard a lot of uh, complaints from parents recently about this because it's not their job, and I don't, and it is their job to be a teacher in a sense, but it's not their job to essentially be a teacher of education to their kids as much, and a lot of them feel like they're getting burdened with a lot of schoolwork that they have to try to figure out with their kids on e-learning days where their kids just get bad grades and stuff. And there's probably some teachers that make exceptions and whatnot, but that's something that I've kind of found interesting lately is the amount of parents that are really just against e-learning or the amount of work that students get when they're like have a snow day or something. Um, you know, they're expected mm-hmm. to have some kind of internet at home, um, a lot of schools, not all, but will will provide you know an internet source if you don't have it. But uh, what's your guys' thoughts on that? I think it's ridiculous, honestly, and it's also like two sided. One, I don't think it's necessary, and I mean we had snow days every year and whatnot. You missed a couple days, whatever. You made up the work. You filled in a gap. Like I don't think it's necessary to make kids do that also the nostalgia factor what was better than a snow day 
you see right. that you know you're sitting on the couch watching it across the bottom. You're getting excited. You're like, here we go, run our area, run our area. And you see that pop up. You called your friends back when landlines were still a thing for me, and you all picked which house you're up at, and you. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, probably same. I mean, I kind of feel the same way. Um, I don't know how you know. I mean, I I can get I kind of get it like through COVID and stuff. Like why it was important then. And stuff like wasn't really an option and stuff, but I mean, as far as I feel like they should just allot a certain amount of actual snow days, like everybody gets days off. So I think I have a problem with like every once in a while having a day off of school for free, uh-huh. you know. So I kind of view it the same way as that, like they get a sick day, you know. Just let them have their day, and you know. Yeah. But if it like gets over dramatic, like you know, who knows what kind of winter we can have out here in the Midwest? You know, we could have no school for two weeks if a big blizzard came through. You know, so then I'm like, okay, then it plays in. But uh-huh. you know, if you're not out for a ton of days, just let it go. You know. Yeah, and I don't know how it works anymore, but like in our district <clears throat> where I live, you used to have a certain amount of days. And then once you hit that number, then you have to start making up the days. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's still a thing or if they just do e-learning every time now. Because yeah, they, they, that is another thing. That is another thing with parents is a lot of them, you know, they all grew up with the true snow days. And they want their kids to enjoy the snow days as well. Like that's part of growing well, up. Well, Gina is so young that she has had e-learning days. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's okay. It was her last year of high school. They had a few. Uh-huh. They had a week to do all the assignments. Um, because there there was actually a year, uh, two years when I was going to the public school in Anthony Wayne where we had two makeup days. Because hmm. we had such bad winters. Yeah. Yeah, no, there was care. times where I had to like go, we'd go like extra weeks because of days off. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, extra weeks into summer. Yeah. Which sucks. So I can see e-learning being kind of useful in a certain sense, but yeah, only if they're still allotting you like those certain amount of days before they implement them. And I don't know if they do that anymore. But anyway, I just thought I that was an interesting, mm-hmm. uh, interesting tidbit no. to add on to your question there. Actually, I'm glad you brought that up because because it is something that's totally different. And like even this is the last thing I'll add in. So we can end on that. But like yeah, when I went that. It's like high school, we never had to make up days because we were on like a public school system and there were so many kids in Toledo like within the poverty line. And if they didn't go to school, like some of them wouldn't eat. So like they would only close mm-hmm. in like level. Like our our buses, like I my buses got like off the road twice growing up. <laughs> I did not have that. Like they they were going to school. <laughs> yeah. No matter what. Yeah. And then in the south you have snow and they cancel for like eight weeks. Yeah. But anyway, I think it's a good spot to wrap up the show today. Nathan, we'll get to your other topic yeah. um, on the next show because yeah. these are fun to dig into. Um, for anybody listening, if you guys have any input on our uh, any of our topics or any ideas to discuss, I want to do this to see if you know people are truly listening and following. Um, you can email us at our email, birdiejuice22 at gmail.com. So I would love any feedback, any kind of um, ideas or questions, anything like that. Um, so we'll see if we get anything there. 
you know, we can start implementing that into the show if we ever do get anything. And I think that'd be kind of a fun way to connect with um, followers. So let's uh, let's wrap it up there, guys. It was a, a great time as always. We will uh, see you all again next week. Same time, same place. Birdie Juice episode five. We'll see you next time. Cheers, boys. Peace Cheers. out. Have a great one.